And that music means it's another Friday, and it's another episode of Speaking for Him with your host, Andrew Gamerson. Hello, Chad. It's great to be with you, and today we find ourselves on the fifth Friday of June. Believe it or not, it's here. That's that's five paychecks in one month. Um, Yeah, if you get paid once a week. If you... Um, are working at a school as I am, then you are um, trying your best to get through the summer until you get your next check. <laughs> um, I, I'm just kidding. I do have more than one stream of income, but um, but it is different not having that paycheck every two weeks. But here we are on a fifth Friday, so it is Freeform Friday. So we're going to have some fun today, and our First stop is one of my favorite things to do, and that is to share a hymn story. But first we're going to share a quote of the day because it relates to today's hymn. Okay, here we go. In my heart, there rings a melody. Three rings, a melody within with heaven's harmony. In my heart, there rings a melody. There rings a melody of love. And Chad will share with us the origins of that hymn. Oh, that is that that thing on the screen? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Let me adjust my mic. Squeak, squeak. Ooh, pinch my finger. <clears throat> Are you sure you want me to do this, Andrew? I am. All right. It's your fault. As I reflect upon church music, as I was growing up, there were some hymns that I loved to sing, not only because of their message, but because they were peppy and fun to sing. That was a sharp contrast to many of the hymns that were sung then. One of those is this week's choice. In my heart, there rings a melody. Some song leaders love to hold their first four notes of the words of the course and then sing the remainder at an upbeat tempo. It would stick in your mind for days after having been sung on a Sunday evening. And why shouldn't that happen? However, I never could understand how some folks could sing it without a smile on their face. What a joy to know that Christ and put a melody of love in your heart. All right. Well, I just wanted to give you a little bit more of the direct background. That hymn was written by Elton M. Roth. Roth was a well-known musician in his day who wrote and published many anthems and over a hundred hymns. It was while assisting with evangelistic meetings in Texas on a hot summer day in 1923, that the words and music for the hymn suddenly came to him. Mr. Roth recalled, That evening I introduced the song by having more than 200 boys and girls sing it at the open-air meeting, after which the audience joined in singing. I was thrilled as it seemed my whole being was transformed into song. And this has long been one of my favorite hymns, when I get a chance to request to him, it's often this one, so I wanted to share it with you all today. And the music um, was from a 
YouTube channel. Um, uh, that is Ann J.A., and I'll make sure to notate that in our show notes so you can check out her, her stellar piano playing. All right. Now we are going to talk a little bit about some graduation traditions since it is graduation season um, and uh, open houses and all that good stuff. So I thought I would look up some graduation traditions. So um, I'm going to have Chad pull up this Mental Floss article and we'll pick two or three and just talk about them a little bit. So looking at that article, Chad, what sticks out to you? Who are the first grads to throw up their caps in the air? I actually looked at this one in preparation, and that was the um, United States Naval Academy. Can you give us a little bit more information on that? We can thank the Navy's for this tradition. We can thank the Navy for this tradition. It's thought that the practice of chucking one's cap to the heavens at the end of the ceremony started in 1912 at the U.S. Naval Academy graduation. For the first time, the Navy gave the newly commissioned graduates their officers' hats at graduation, so they no longer needed the midshipmen's caps they had been wearing for the previous four years. To show how pleased they were, the new officers tossed their old headgear up in the air, and when other students heard about the practice, they followed suit. All right, why don't you give us a couple more traditions? Is throwing your mortarboard actually dangerous? Because we were told that in high school. We were told we weren't allowed to throw our caps because you could poke someone's eye out. And I think you, I think you have a story to that effect. Yep. Right there. It says apparently so. Don't throw your cap may sound like it's uh uh bleh, bleh. I'm terrible at reading, man. Ominous. <laughs> You'll shoot your eye out, nagging from your mom, but the the pointed caps seem to have some destructive power. England's Angela and Anglia Ruskin University banned cap tossing after a student received stitches when a mortar board came down on his noggin a few years ago. A search of medical database PubMed also turns up cases of a 17 year old girl who took a mortar board corner to the eye and suffered retinal trauma. Even though these cases seem fairly rare, do you really want to be the guy or gal who's, who has to say, oh, gee, I'm sorry, to new blinded classmate? <laughs> no, I don't think I do. I guess that would depend upon the classmate. Maybe, but, but the odds of hitting <laughs> the one you actually wanted to hit wouldn't be that great. So mm, I don't know. I'm pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I guess if you had That's a joke, by the... the the uh throwing skills of batman you know with his with his batman metal thing i don't even know what it's called now we're really rabbit trailing or more more to my knowledge solely from dr quinn medicine woman he was a pretty good uh, uh hatchet thrower 
So just putting that out there, another random thing you never thought what you would hear on the Speaking Firm podcast. But that's what Freeform Friday is that, all yeah, about. Yeah. So um, there we go. So is there one more that you'd like to share with us? You know, I'm going to share this particular one because I fumbled all over the word the whole entire time you had me reading. <laughs> Why are the caps called mortar boards? Now, if you've ever worked as a bricklayer, you already know the answer to this one. When you're laying bricks, you need a place to hold all the wet mortar you're about to spread. <clears throat> Brick pointers use a tool called a hawk that basically is flat board with a handle on its underside to hold their mortar while they work. The flat tops of the graduation caps look a lot like hawks, hence they've been known as mortar boards. That is very interesting. Um, and I'm sure we could do further research and find out exactly why um, it was decided that those would be the traditional um, graduation caps. But that is very interesting to delve a little bit into the graduation traditions we have and why we have them. So I tried to find a little bit more information on the graduation open house just because that seems to be a very prevalent tradition. But I didn't really find a whole lot uh, that was intriguing in that regard. So if anybody does, you can feel free to email us uh, at andrew at speakingforum.com or cashman at uh, jq99.com because we would be interested to find out more about that. All right. Well, as you know, I like to kind of round out these Freeform Friday broadcasts with a bit of humor. And I found this video from College Humor very funny and enjoyable. Now, typically, I wouldn't share from College Humor because there's a lot of times when it's off-color humor. But I thought that this was a very good video. And it's about friends as selfie sticks. Friends as selfie sticks. Sticks help you capture perfectly composed pictures without your forearm in the shot. But you always feel self-conscious using one. Well, there's a way to get the perfect picture without looking like a narcissistic loner. It's called a friend. Take pictures confidently and comfortably, <laughs> knowing that you don't look like the world's saddest wizard. In fact, you'll look more socially adjusted than ever before. <laughs> Many concert venues and museums have banned selfie sticks, but a friend can always get through the door. <laughs> and a friend is the only selfie stick that can hold a conversation about your experiences. Why, you may even find with a friend you're more interested in enjoying Enjoying your surroundings instead of documenting them for strangers on the internet. But that's not all. Friend is the only selfie stick with the ability to automatically adjust framing, focus, and picture quality in an instant. Other selfie sticks can only expand up to a few feet, but Friend can extend as far as you want it to. One foot, five, eight hundred? Friend can do it in a snap and also do things like drive you to the airport or tell you when you're taking too many pictures. And friend works with other friends. Want to take a picture of your friend? Just get a second friend. Or a third to take a picture of the first two. There's literally <laughs> no limit to the number of friends you can have. Get nine friends and play a game of football. You won't even have to take pictures because all your friends are there, experiencing it with you. 
Friends are available absolutely everywhere. You can even make your own using nothing but a common stranger and a little effort. But that's not all. Other selfie sticks can cost up to $20. But Friend is 100% free. Friend only free in concept. Friend may incur costs related to beer and birthdays. Do not refer to Friend as selfie stick or Friend will get upset. Order today. All right. Well, I just thought that was a really funny thing that we could uh, laugh at today. And so I hope you enjoyed a little laugh. Um, I... I think selfie sticks still exist, but I think the craze has kind of died down. But I still thought that was absolutely hilarious. I thought there was a selfie stick in the studio. Maybe there is. And actually, to tell you the truth, I have thought about getting a selfie stick or at least an iPhone platform um, to do some mobile mobile vlogging and things like that. But I don't think I'll never. I don't think I'll ever be the guy that always takes pictures of his food and puts it on Instagram. So. <laughs> what's wrong with that there's nothing wrong if it's if it's particularly awesome food that's kind of cool but people that do it all the time a little bit much anyway that's about all i had to share for sure um i wanted to give a little bit of time for us to share what might be on our minds so i will just say that um i want to say congratulations to the graduating class of 2018 and Particularly Potter's House, I had the opportunity to go to their graduation and watch them go through that exercise. All the speeches were awesome. We had three speakers, two students and a faculty member. And was I was very grateful to be able to be there and to uh, witness their accomplishments. And interestingly enough, a couple days ago, one of the juniors posted, By this time next year, I'll be graduated. And I told her not to rush it. I said, these kids are growing up too fast for me. Time flies way too fast. Enjoy it while you have it. But I'm sure to a junior in high school, that doesn't sound like a good plan. <laughs> but anyway, Ad, uh, I almost called you Adam. That's that's really bad. Uh, Chad, do you have anything? <laughs> okay. okay, it's not that bad. But... <laughs> But Chad, do you have anything you would like to share with us on this Freeform Friday? Uh, no, I don't. I, I'm actually pretty good. I'm, I'm having fun. All right. Well, thanks again for your help, Chad, as always. And remember, folks, next week we will be together for our 300th Friday in a row for the 300th podcast. So I am very excited to bring that special episode to you. And um, I can tell that the that the crowds are excited as well. They're already lined up. There's people sleeping in tents outside the studio. I'm sorry, Brad. I did not mean to cr- cause this mass hysteria. Um, it's crazy, man. But they will be gone as of about seven o'clock on June twelfth when we because we're recording at six o'clock on June twelfth. So they will be gone by about seven that night, and uh, so hope that's good enough. Anyway, um, we will uh, say goodbye to you for now, and I hope that you've enjoyed this Freeform Friday. Um, until next week, have a great weekend, and keep serving the best of masters. 
for listening to today's episode. Your host has been Andrew Gomison, founder of Speaking for Him. For more information on today's show and to leave us comments and voicemails, visit speakingforhim.blogspot.com. You can find Andrew's ministry at speakingforhim.com. That's speaking, the number four, H-I-M. You can also interact with us at facebook.com slash speakingforhim and on Twitter at Speaking For Him. And when you look for us on iTunes and Stitcher, let us know what you think of the podcast by leaving a rating and review. 